Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do, no matter when and where we go or who's here, we connect food producers to food consumers. And on Tuesdays, we do it with the always reliable Andrew Henderson, mostly reliable Andrew Henderson, and always reliable Jay Truitt. Even when he thinks he's going to get away, he just can't stay away. I can't stand it. <laughs> you were afraid so, we were going to talk about Lula going to China next week to broker <laughs> some deal, and you weren't going to have input on it. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah, I know. That's I, just, I, you, you've hit the net. That's a great start to this week's program. What's what is Jay going to do when the dollar is in the doo doo? That's it. <laughs> that's today's question. Hey, listen, I'm swapping uh, dollars for Juan today. <laughs> <laughs> and the question yeah, and the uh, question the, the, the only uh, question the only real question is is it y-u-a-n or j-u-a-n yeah i guess what I, was sure. <laughs> I thought you're out tipping windmills or something i didn't know yeah <laughs> actually you know, you know when you're at when you're actually in china there's a different name they call it ring bat did you know that as well it's really yeah. quite um yeah, you know so, one of uh, the, uh, it is this is kind of interesting, and this is where uh, our old friend Greg Dowd, mm-hmm. who's been on here, you know, a couple times, and I know he and Trent are are, uh, are really good friends. But Greg Dowd made has this great presentation that talks about how China's economic influence has just expanded worldwide over the last twenty years. And this is what happens when you start stepping back from the world stage. Uh, the British found this out, you know, um, 80 years ago. The United States is going to find out now, and uh, it's going to change things for America. It will. Well, um, it, it, it's self-inflicted, to be honest. This is sure. This is sure enlightened is. despotism. It's uh, You've set yourselves up for the biggest fall you're ever going to have. I mean, this morning, I I was amazed this morning because um, I think the biggest news story, uh, I didn't mention it on Across the Pond, but is the bankruptcy of Credit Suisse. I think that's the biggest story in the world. And it's just, you know, <laughs> the the trial, of, the, the trial or not trial of somebody that's um, supposedly slept with a woman Nine, ten, fifteen, or whatever it was, two thousand and five, or whatever it was, is far more right. important than the second biggest Swiss bank of all time collapsing. That's well, how the, pathetic it's all got. Even more, even more interesting, I think, is what really uh, created that whole scenario with Credit Suisse, which is, yeah, uh, again, yeah. back back to the back to the original story that you, we potentially have something replacing the dollar namely yeah. Chinese currency in the world marketplace. And all of a sudden, the Saudis decide to pull out their financial support for yes. Credit Suisse. And and the what it, most people don't really think about this, but what is the largest yep. traded currency swap uh, in the world so that business can be done, and it's the U.S. dollar oil. euro. And, and oil is the yeah, basis look. for all of that. And so and then, we, and then in we the just walked away from it. And then in the same week, they then announced they're going to cut the supply of oil again. It's yeah. just, if 
it's obviously planned. Um, and as I say, it's it's a it's a it's an amazing situation, isn't it, that we we find ourselves in because that's all happened within the space of a week, and yet the whole world is talking about Prince Charles's uh, coronation and the fact that Joe Biden's not going there, and that your ex president's going to be indicted for paying hush money allegedly uh, to an affair he had in two thousand and five, which is absolutely zero to do with politics whatsoever. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I do agree. He's the world be, we're living in at the moment. I, I do agree that he should probably be punished for having the affair, just because. Uh, I mean, he's married to Melania. Come on, but um, <laughs> other than that, that's the end of it, for, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, it's well, he, sad. He certainly, he certainly won't be the first po- political leader to have paid hush money for an affair he had. That's the first yeah. question. The second question is um, the absolute politicalization of your uh, of your politic political system is unprecedented. It really is. It's not a yeah. it's not even a, a smoking gun. It's a complete joke. But anyway, well, I, I go back. I, I'm not to, I'm uh, not going to participate the in the Trump discussion because it it's a nothing burger. I, I'm not saying yeah. the affair is yes, a nothing is. burger. It's a nothing burger in today's world other than to it's part of that whole plan to create chaos, uncertainty. Yeah. And and yeah. where we're at yeah. now. I and forget about what's really important. I, I agree with you, although I think what it's actually doing is it's so gracious and so wrong that it's actually pointing the finger at the real problems. I think it's having the opposite effect than people expected. I, I really do think that people are going, hold on. You know, we've got a situation, Trent, here, which I know you want to talk about things happening locally, but we've got a French president who's using a Gestapo to lynch his own citizens in front of people. And it's all over social media. And he's now uh, people who posted memes about him and these atrocities are being put in jail. This is. This is Stalin we're talking about here. We're not yeah. talking about normal politics. We're talking about political, uh, I can only describe them as di- dictators. And um, that's what people are starting to see. And that's why the deflection is not quite working for them. That's all I'm, that's my personal view. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I, I, I just agree completely with the whole statement, right? We've, I mean, we've crossed we've crossed the bridge that we can come back across, but it's a, it's a lot more difficult to come back than it was to go across the first time. And here we are. Um, mm. We've we've been watching it over the last couple of years, maybe a little longer than that. We just didn't realize it at the Department of Justice in general. Uh, we knew that we were having trouble with uh, uh, with uh, politicized judge appointees for the last. 20 or 30 years now and uh, at, at both the the federal and the district or the district and and uh, and higher levels and and here we go you know i mean this uh, this week the united states looks a lot more like uh, ecuador or brazil or bolivia than it does uh, uh the united states of america and it's a sad day it, it is but i i've got a feeling 
And I've got a feeling that the America is America's not being tainted by this. It's more the people in power in America that are being tainted by this. I, I don't think it's the American people. After I, I think the American people are going to be spared this. I think it's the people running your country that are going to be. No, uh, the American people here. are the reason we have this taking place. We're experiencing a growing pain, and we're experiencing that growing pain because people care more about who is being put on their Bud Light can than they care about the erosion of their constitutional rights. We had to go through this. It has to get much worse because people have been taking everything for granted for, for so long that those corrupt individuals you're talking about, Andrew, nobody even cared. Nobody cares what they're doing. It's time to care. And it's time to take your country back because nobody's going to do it for you. Yeah. We're still, well, we're still, we're still yeah. focused on the nightmare that Justin Bieber might retire early. Yeah. Right. I mean, literally. <laughs> Absolutely. And, that's uh, that's on the that's on the fake Trent loses uh, Facebook. You shouldn't be reading that. That's on the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't read it because I can't log on. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I, I I just think that yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yesterday's uproar. I don't even know if you know this, Andrew, but Budweiser which is ultimately 3G Capital announces they're going to put a transvestite on a Bud Light can. And people are going ballistic. Like like they just took all yeah. their guns away. And I'm like, people, we have some real problems here. What, right. Why are you spending your time and effort on this? Oh. I, I don't disagree oh, that we shouldn't be putting one goodness. on there. But stop buying their stuff. That's easy to right. fix. Go, go yeah. to the state no. well, actually, capital and stand well, up for well, your I'm, rights. I'm laughing but I'm laughing because that's exactly what's going to happen. If I was a red-blooded man in America, it's the last time I'd ever buy a Budweiser. Yeah, it already has happened that's, for me. That is, a roll route, that, Trent and, Luce, and Andrew Anderson, and Jay Truett. We're back with more after this. So I've just checked my email, and there's a new promotion in here for certified Piedmontese. How does this sound? Oh, I'm a little conflicted here. I don't know if this is good or bad. This is great. Spend $150 or more, and you get free shipping. That's a big deal. Certified Piedmontese and the Smokehouse established in 2023 is now announcing new supplies of beef sausage and beef bacon. Okay, I guess bacon can come from something other than a pig. I wouldn't be kind to this if it was in the turkey world. I'm just telling you. Beef bratwurst and all of the traditional beef sausages. You think about the tender aspect of the certified Piedmontese and then you add some value and you do the smokehouse. I know that Tony's doing a fantastic job there. Get details about all of the products yourself online at certifiedpiedmontese.com. Welcome back. Roll route. Grant Lewis alongside Jay Truitt. And Andrew Henderson is like the wind. He's here intermittently. You know what? It's a... it's uh it's spring in in uh, Britain and he probably had to jump out and chase a cow down the road who knows you never can tell with Andrew uh I'm pretty confident that Andrew's not jumping out of his vehicle to chase a cow down the road <laughs> it's just not in his it's, DNA but it'd be fun to watch yeah so. yeah right I he did, uh, he did a two-step other- with a pheasant last year on air for <laughs> yeah a, a week and and that was like major news for him the fact no that he, that's he what could, i was gonna say yeah. that literally is still one of the things that'll kind of live in infamy as andrew and the uh the attacking pheasant that just wasn't gonna let him go 
But yeah. No. Are you talking about my present? Yeah, oh, we are. are. Talking about your present. Yep. We said that you're like wind energy. You're intermittent. You're not yeah. reliable. <laughs> well, that's not fair. That's not fair. I'm trying to be reliable, but uh, when I go to Spain, there's nothing I can do when uh, American uh, TV stations are basically banned in Spain. That's a bit of a problem. Yeah. There you go. Well, for a good reason, we tell the truth. Yeah. You know that, like, uh, Spain doesn't really want to take us on, though. That didn't end so well for them last time. So maybe they ought to just, uh, maybe it's fine that we're not on in Spain. Well, you know that um, since that particular incident happened, I am noticing that Spain is starting to... um, uh, to demonstrate in exactly the same way that France is. So uh, it may well be that they've been unsuccessful in trying to uh, stop information getting to Spain because um, I know in Italy and in Holland, you can see the power of the people in those two countries. I think we're now seeing it start in Spain, but I, I couldn't believe it. We, we definitely had censorship in Spain. Definitely. Oh, we'll wear that as a badge of honor. Andrew, what's the latest in the dairy world in the UK? We haven't talked about that for a couple of weeks. Um, an awful lot. Milk price has fallen. Okay, so milk price has been falling, and it's now dropped down to um, what is still the highest spring milk price in history. But you can imagine that dairy farmers are still uh, panicking about this because they're beginning to hear uh, especially from the, um, the, uh, the, the woke lobby, I would call them the, the vegans, are starting to tell people that um, consumption of milk is, is falling. But that isn't, that isn't true. We've, that's been proven to be a lie. Um, we are short of dairy uh, for this time of year. Um, the spot milk for pri- price for milk in dairy is, um, is double what it normally is at this time of year. It's just that it's not as high as it was during the winter. So um, we're, we're starting the new milk year, which is starts in the spring here in the UK, with the highest milk price in in my memory. Wow. So, yep. Jay, I want it's, your take uh, on this. I, I bring it up because I sense that no matter where we're at on this bridge, and I, I, I agree with you 100%. We've crossed a bridge. I make the argument that we had to cross that bridge that's fallen behind us, and now it's harder to get back across the bridge. But part of the reason it's hard to get back across the bridge is for a little while, we started talking about which foods you should be consuming for proper health, like dairy and what's going on with vitamin D, like beef, what's going on with zinc and vitamin B12 and all those essentials that nobody ever talks about. But we don't, we, we should just be drilling that home day, we being, collectively everybody involved and all of the 365 million dollars in dairy checkoff in this country each year and we still can't maintain a proper fluid milk consumption i know i know that cheese consumption continues to be high but fluid whole milk has a tremendous medicinal value and we don't shout that at the top of our lungs we miss the opportunities well you know the interesting yeah you're going to 
we're about to begin a real conversation uh, in Washington, D.C. about what happens with nutrition and, and how much money we spend on nutrition and where those nutrition dollars can go. And the funny thing about it is, at least as we start that debate, um, the vast majority of the narratives that you hear out there are uh, people that want to try to look out for some quote-unquote new trend, healthy, alternative, blah, 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 right? And I promise you, we'll have more conversations about artificial pro- proteins and and it, 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 the, that media narrative and that talking point narrative is actually just disconnected from reality. Look at Beyond, look at beyond Meats. Actual stock price where people that really are investing in the company, what they're doing, they bailed out of that company as fast as they possibly could. The original venture capital company that went in there, uh, got their money out. They realized that the whole thing is going to come down like a house of cards. And and yet, uh, you well, you're, to your point, Trent, we're, we're, we'll still see the same kind of push come from all the traditional um, natural food supply entities, dairy to wheat to whatever, and um, it'll all be ignored. We yeah. may even have a debate about whether or not to remove red meat again. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Well, we're the only country in Europe that's allowed uh, that genetically engineered meat to be um, invested in. Uh, Italy, um, France, and Spain have said no. Um, only our new king, who's supposed to be a, an environmentalist and all for organic, he's signed a, a document saying that he wants us to investigate in fake meat. Um, it's nonsense. In, invest. In fact, when Did you, you mean invest? You yeah. mean invest, not investigate. No, invest. So it's nonsense because what's happening is that um, the rest of Europe is saying no. And really, when we, we start telling people to buy vitamin D or vitamin B12 or zinc, if they think the only way they can get it is through a pill, we've missed a real opportunity because that's not the natural way yeah. our bodies were meant to take that stuff. It was meant to be done through the foods that we eat. So to be quite honest with you, I find it apparent that what we're what we're actually having to live through at the moment. It's nonsense. And to Jay's point, I'm yeah. on the USDA press list, and so every day I get there latest line of bovine fecal matter which doesn't include a cow ever and every single press release whether it's about we are investing another billion dollars in rural uh, what they call a high-speed internet rural there's a term that they use jay um the one on friday national highway the one the infrastructure yeah rural infrastructure yeah rural broadband the rural, broadband. We're, we're investing another million dollars in rural broadband. Friday, another billion dollars investments in rural yeah. areas from the USDA to help people in the 40. We percent, we've determined that 40 percent of the United States rural areas are impoverished and are at a disadvantage. So we're going to invest a billion dollars to help them deal with climate change. It's never about educating people about the nutritional benefits of the products that are produced yeah. on United States farms. It's always the opposite. And this farm bill, which you allude to, that's cutting this farm bill discussion, it's going to be ugly. And if we don't engage now, yeah. it's going to be too late. And I assure you, there's somebody at that beef office in DC that would already be telling you and I, it's just not worth the political capital. What? What are you talking okay. about? 
in the third segment, I'm going to give you all some really good news on this score because I had a very a fantastic Zoom message or a meeting yesterday with a um, an expert. I, I, I'm very careful to use that word, but somebody who spent his life looking at carbon sequestration in Holland. And uh, we had such a good meeting. And, um, you know, there's an old saying, if you can beat them at your own game, that's the, way, that's the best way to win, isn't it? Absolutely. If you can, if you can get... So I think there are opportunities now for our industry to beat these frauds at their own game. And, and to be quite honest with you, if it's done properly, it will get huge public support as well. I think, I think the public are ready for it. I think the public know that, you know, look at the increase in buying your milk locally, buying your meat locally, buying, um, you know, your local vegetables, all those things. People want to go back to those days where you were looking after your local supplier. Well, if we can do that and then show the nutrients that we're giving people in that way, I think we can win the argument every time. I really do. Andrew yeah, I, Anderson, J. Truett, Trent Luce, second half of a rural route just ahead. We'll see if Andrew's got anything left on what he said he was going to say in the third segment because I think he just said it in the second. More after this. No, I didn't. And want to remind you, the sale is now just one week away. I'm on the website of ParodicAuction.com. The Lifigren Estate is what we're talking about. 11 tracks is an entire contiguous unit. 2,305 acres. The tracks are from 40 to 300 acres. Ideal for those wanting to have a working farm, good grass, rural water, stock dams, cropland, and amazing hunting along Johnny Creek. Full details parodicauction.com and in case you need me to help spell that p-i-r-o-u-t-e-k parodicauction.com sale one o'clock central time april 12th that's next week welcome back trent loose alongside jay truett andrew henderson johnny come lately you'll be along it's like you know, sometimes, Jay, when you're gathering that herd of cows and there's one cow you can keep going after or you can decide to just take the herd and then she will end up and say, hey, I can't go without me. <laughs> right, right. That, that happens all the time, that's by Andrew. the way. Yeah, that's yeah. Andrew. That's Andrew. That's Andrew. He's that cow fighting to get in the corral <laughs> after every one of them's already there. <laughs> and she was running away from you before. Yeah, yeah before. She was the first one to jump the fence, and she jumps the fence to get back in. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen it. Yeah, listen exactly. If you, you uh, have, no, I mean, I mean, I would just add like one more final point, you know, to the to that conversation we were having before the break in regards to this whole nutrition discussion. And i i hear i i hear I hear what you're saying, and Andrew's comment both about what we should be doing is having a conversation about, you know, eating, um, eating food that's closer to the, the source, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know what? None of that is a new conversation. We've known that we've there, we've really never not known that all that conversation to be true. We've never not known, uh, any of that. The reality is today, though, and this is back to the, the, the same conversation we we're having earlier about how people focus on the Budweiser can or Justin Bieber's career, or Taylor Swift ticket concerts uh, prices, um, instead of paying attention to the fact that the U.S. lost its place as the world's currency 
without anybody even doing an article about it, frankly, and that the one of the largest financiers in the in the rest of the world um, decided to close their vault and lock it and walk off. Right. It, we didn't even have that conversation. And it's because, again, we just can't get ourselves focused. We can't we can't focus on what the easy priorities are. And I, well, you know, I'm not I'm not true? for is sure that what that is, is about. True? Is that true? Because as far as I know, the biggest watched um, free to air streaming uh, um, TV station in the USA now is America's Voice Online. And they've been telling us about this for months. Well, America's Voice yeah. Online has been uh, telling uh, I- I agree with Jay 100% because in my everyday travels and my everyday communications, despite the fact that the three of us and JC Cole been talking about these things every single week for three years, people still, when you tell them, they're like, really? I had no idea. What, what do you mean? What do you mean the petrodollar that the whole world's dollars, ba- or the whole world's oil supply is based on the American dollar? I, what do you, I didn't know that. Nobody knows or cares. Yeah. There's more people this morning. There literally, there's more yeah. people this morning that are talking about Connecticut, the University of Connecticut, and what yeah. happened in the in the championship game last night. Then there then there is talking about the fact that we we there's a, a good chance that we're going to shift um, oil currency to be something other than the dollar. And it, yeah. and again, that's my whole point. Did you just tell me that Connecticut won the national championship? I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I did. I saw them. I saw them. I saw them on TV this morning. So I'm assuming they won. I don't know. I really don't. Know. Can you, if he knows the answer to that, he's definitely not going to tell you. That's all I can say. Well, <laughs> listen. Hey, listen. I'm. I'm five. I'm five foot. Some. I'm five foot something. If you think that I'm going to get all excited about basketball, yeah. uh, it's Here you go. Uh, Newsflash, breaking news, because nobody knows it unless you're listening to this program. (laughs) Connecticut (laughs) wins the national championship 76 to 59. Yeah. And they beat beat South Dakota State University. Yeah. No, they did not. They they beat SDSU, which is is one of the the Cinderella teams of the whole Sweet 16. Or whatever, and I, and I didn't know that until I just looked at. It, to be very honest, yeah, I have to be honest. I had no idea who they even played. <laughs> can we, Somebody can we in South Dakota the, is uh... going to be mad at us. But... <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Right? Are you both Are you both aware that on the very subject that we're talking about? Did you know um, when we left when we left before the break, we were talking about changing people's understanding and 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 increasing the importance of what's really going on in the world with regards to food. The Dutch have actually made their government do a U-turn on nitrogen. Did you, are you both aware of that? They've no, actually done I'm that. Yeah. I'm not. So they have yeah, actually I didn't done. see that. Now, we had a guy on yesterday on a Zoom conference who has done, so he works for a company called Eurofins. They're a, they test organic matter in soil. And uh, they have an equation. It's a it's a baseline equation. It's a what I would call a benchmark equation that uh, can can work out how much carbon is residual in a soil. It doesn't quite give you the full picture though, because the full picture would then be 
how much carbon has the plant itself needed to fulfill its growth potential. But it's still a start. And they've been doing this um, this recording of, uh, of crops over a period of five years in Holland, where they've proven that if you can improve your benchmark carbon um, residual in, in your soil, that you become more productive in terms of crops. Now, I think that's significant. It's nothing to do with climate change, this. I think that if we can show that we can improve soil structure to make uh, crops higher nutritional value and higher in terms of volume, I think that's a great thing to be able to talk to the general public about um, in the sense that it's ticking all the boxes, that it's um, showing that we're using livestock management to actually absorb carbon dioxide, but also to utilize it in a very positive way for animal and human health. So I think the whole thing fits. I'd love, so, and maybe I'm just being negative, right? But I would love Mm. to actually, I would love to actually just embrace all that conversation, except that, uh, again, I, I I mean, I just think that people, people uh, are ignoring we can't seem to get attention over just basic, relevant, even scientific facts. They, you you were talking about the carbon sequestration and carbon uh, discussion yep. that's been taking place in climate change and how that impacts climate change. We, it's well, not I, I'm, a, not, it's, I'm not interested in the other bit. I'm more interested no, in how no. we make food, food better yeah. and, and, and efficiency better. I'm not interested in that bovine no. fecal matter no. that is... It's climate change because it's not it's a nothing burger story. I no, I under, I understand that completely. Right. We're on the same page there. But my this is yeah. my this is this is still the underlying point. Um, I, you know, I'm one of those people that believes that we know pretty much how old the earth is, et cetera, et cetera. And and but the people even the people that disagree with us out of the out of their model. Uh, and the people that insist that we've gone through some dramatic change. What was what's the year, the magic year that we started measuring uh, the change in temperature differential in the world? It's 1850. Why did they pick 1850? <laughs> right? No idea. No idea. Why? It's the you know what? because because according to their estimates, it's the coldest in their own words. It's the coldest year in like 8,000 years. I didn't know that. And so we've actually we've increased the temperature by one degree Celsius in the world since the coldest year that anybody can find on record. And and oh, in 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 anywhere close to the last millennium. Right. Forget about all time in the last millennium. And so we've rigged this data from the beginning and nobody actually cares. Every scientist in the world knows it in the 30s, to be honest. I thought it was 1930s that we did that. But. That makes total no, sense the coldest, to me. The, the, the coldest year in the nineteenth and uh, the twentieth century was twenty nineteen twenty two. I've, I've, I've looked. Yeah. At, I, I know that information. Go and, back and, and look at. Go a, back and look at their own chart. Have have them expand their chart. Wow. To before that, and the temperature yeah. that we're at today, we've had we've had a half a dozen years in their own charts that were warmer than what we are now. And so. Oh yeah, and hey, listen. The, the We're not interesting even... thing is how do you know how do we know how accurate that 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 chart was in 
in uh, in 1850 as well. Whoa. That's another yeah, question. Right. Mark. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. E- e- yeah. Even though, even if it is accurate, 100 percent. Look at the urbanization. Yeah. There's no urbanization yeah. in 1850 to yeah. speak of yeah. compared to today with concrete everywhere and the, right. the building and the development that's taken well, place around urban centers that creates heat. It yeah, holds, you know it what holds I find heat. Very interesting. What, what I Stuff. find very interesting is if you went to New York in the 1970s, you know, Starsky and Hutch time, as I would put it, and you, you went to the center of London in the 1970s, and then you compared the center of New York and the center of London today. <laughs> There's nobody that could convince you that today's London and New York isn't cleaner in terms of the buildings. It may well be right. a, a poorer atmosphere in New York because of what's going on at the moment. But London is twice as clean as it's ever been. It really is in the last hundred yeah. years. It's In terms of the environment, to even question it is a joke. You know, that, that there's another, you know, complete nothing burger when it comes to yeah pollution just, just think about the city. amount of horse dung in the streets in new york city in 1850 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the days it rains yeah. it's a little muddy and you know they had Ooh. to get somewhere i mean you yeah. just can't even get your mind around that yeah no that's just so i i, again, I went my... i went to shanghai when i was in shanghai i want to just just point that out that the reason they didn't let any of us leave the 33 million people that are in Shanghai during the day was because the Chinese, um, they they didn't really work. All they could work out was how to get the sewage out of Shanghai. They didn't know what to do with, with it when it was outside Shanghai. So they didn't want anybody to go outside Shanghai to see what they've actually done. And my God, it is horrific. Yeah. Yeah, that is, is real pollution. Roll around. We've got to take a real break. We'll be back with our final segment right after this. It's time to talk about maintaining a free and fed America. I fully subscribe to what I tell you regularly. It's not up to somebody else. It's up to us to maintain a free and fed America. Get information about the WOTUS rule and how the Attorney General of the state of Indiana is stepping up. Quite frankly... Here's the answer to all these challenges that we have from a property rights standpoint and a freedom. We put pressure on our state officials and the attorney general in each state can wield power and hold the accountability of the federal government at a level that nobody else can. And so you empower yourself with information from places like Protect the Harvest, who is working day in and day out to get you the information And then you go visit with your attorney general. That's a great approach to take. And look at what the attorney general of Indiana is doing and holding the EPA accountable. Maintaining a free and fed America is not about getting the right people elected. It's about empowering the citizenry to be better stewards and dutiful citizens. Protecttheharvest.com doing it. Welcome back. Roll route. Trent, Trent Loose alongside Jay Truitt, Andrew Henderson. I got things falling apart here, distracting me. Jay, you were going to say. Now, I, uh, again, I think all of this actually still just proves my basic underlying point, right? And I, uh, and this all falls back on us. And it's why I kind of resisted this conversation that, that you kind of pushed for a little while, Trent, that people, it has to get worse before it gets better. 
I don't, I don't think until you can shock people out of it and get them to focus on the actual priority that it makes any difference. Yeah. And hmm. we, we can have all the conversations that we want, but they'd a lot rather, I mean, and we can blame it on the media, but why did the media report what the media report? Because people consume it. We have the I, you know, do, you think it's, do you think it's that way around? Do you really think it's that way around? Sure. So you don't think the media report what they want the public to, to listen to? You think the public drive what the media report? Do you really believe that? I think, I think that um, they will continue to report what they want to report instead of what they should report until people stop listening to them at all, until they're completely well, that, irrelevant. But to be fair, on, on that count, that's happening. Your, your, your uh, listenerships are showing that. I don't Not know. Enough. I don't know, Andrew, because I, I don't know that we're any different because you, you always go look at, at what people are listening to. So I always go just on roll route, just a basic premise, which is a, a microcosm of what we're talking about. Frequently, I go look at which one, which day do people listen to the most? And then you, you, mm. you somehow gauge what you're doing there. And you know for a fact that every major media outlet, they look at what do, what did they click on most? They clicked on what Jennifer Aniston wore to the CMAs yeah. or whatever, you know. So that yeah. drives the content they continue to provide. I, I'm 100% with Jay here. I think that people are driving what is taking place as much as anything. Yeah. Okay. We, right. we, it's embarrassing, but it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the figures don't actually back you two up, but I'm not going to, there's no point in, we've just got a difference of opinion here that the figures yeah. are showing that CNN, CNBC, ABC, their, uh, their, their, their viewer numbers are collapsing. The, those figures don't lie. They are there. They, even they are admitting that. So, uh, there, people are going somewhere. I, I tend to think they're going to America's voice online because I can see how huge that is when you listen to the feedback that they're getting. And also when you look at your opinion polls at the moment, they're, they're showing a huge, a huge lead, even with the uh, the fake media polls for the Republicans. So somebody's listening somewhere. Yeah, but I, if you still listen, I mean, this is this is something that we should be ashamed of as a country, and this is not for the world, but it's for the United States. Look at the t- look at the top ten uh, websites that were accessed by people in the United States last week, and then tell me that you think that we're really focused on the issues that and the facts that are going to matter. Three of them are probably, I haven't looked this week, but if I used to look at them all the time just to see what was on that list. CNN will still make that list. It's going to, and then some entertainment sites, three porn sites and a couple of ESPN sites. And that is what it is. You can't really ignore that. Yeah, but they are only recording what, they determine as mainstream media. They can't record. No, it's not mainstream media. Sites. He's talking about all websites hit. It's I'm a, talking about all websites, websites visited. Ah, 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 okay. Yeah, well, you'd be right there. Yeah, so you're right about that. Okay, I'm not disputing that. So We're and, right. and so, you know, and again, still, we still consider in the United States that the New York Times is the nation's newspaper. And if they're not a bunch of communist hacks, I don't know who it is. So what are we're supposed to, I mean, you know, it, listen, we, uh, for those of us that really spend a lot of time trying to find the actual answers on stories, 
it's yeah. you can't just do it just by turning on you know America's voice, right? That's not going to work either. I don't need somebody spoon feed me anything. But I will tell you, this is my profession, and it takes me half of my day just to figure out what's actually going on, as opposed to what somebody tells me is going on. Yeah, we we've got we've got to change that system somehow. That's why I always say that I don't I run to the fire. I don't run away from it because if somebody's telling yeah. me there's a fire, I go find out what's really going on instead of just going away from the fire and then try to see what somebody tells me is going on. Agree. Okay. Right. Never correct. Yeah. Okay. So listen, listen. I'll tell you the power of what we do, though. Uh, this should leave us all with a very big smile on our faces. Um, one of our listeners, Kay Daly McKeever. Do you know? Have you heard of this person? She's she's in Tennessee. Okay. She's just sent me. While I, and I can explain this to you because this is this is unbelievable. You know, we talk about receipts. She um um was sent a post. Challenge immunity uh, uh, thing about uh, going into uh, look at people's um, health post SARS COVID nineteen, and so it's about whether she's prepared to get involved in some program which was going to screen people who have been uh, have had the vaccine, sorry, had the disease, and what what things they found after they had the, the, the disease. Well. Unfortunately, the people that sent this telephone script to her, um, they dated it. Do you know what the date on it was? November the 15th, 2019, before wow. SARS-CoV-19 had ever been named. Wow. She sent me it. And that, that is quite astonishing because these people, it's now showing that, that this was no accident whatsoever, that they were... They had it all ready to go, and uh, this person has sent this a copy of this to me today, and I'll be able to put that straight on onto Twitter. It's incredible, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Fifteenth of November, two thousand and nineteen. That was called Post Challenge Immunity Study for SARS COVID nineteen, SARS two COVID nineteen well, virus. I, I think we've all seen the uh, in Greg Dowd's world. Jay, they would call it a war game, but that's not what they called yeah. it. But Harvard hosted in September of 2019 a what-if scenario. What if there was a, a disease epidemic that affected the world? And every single thing yeah. they walked through in there is exactly what happened one year later. Yeah. Well, well and, and, I, so and listen. the fact that that's coming out today, though, is quite... We are seeing that this... I don't know whether you saw this, Jay, but a prominent MP here in the UK has released a video walking us through this and he's asked for answers from the american uh um uh, department of justice and also from the american president because it's showing a timeline from way before the the virus was ever released well and i i will just say this right i did i, I i'm kind of amazed by what you just said that the, uh, the you know the facts that you laid out i'm going to look forward to reading kind of through that i will say this as well though and at in addition to that that whole war gaming thing right i was involved in those in in uh like 2000 uh and again in 2006 et cetera, and 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 then later on in like 20 2013 or 14 not on not not to the extent that Trent was describing, but I know it's a pretty regular thing for 
for uh, for people to do that. I did one of those at Harvard. I did two of them with uh, the folks out north of uh, Washington D.C. at uh, in the in the nondescript buildings, right? That are that are up by uh, Columbia, Maryland. But um, it that would not uh, be located at Beltsville, Maryland. That would not be located near Beltsville or Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> okay. Uh, I might, yeah, I might well, just remind you, Andrew, that, uh, 2019 Joe Biden was not president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. He was, that's uh, a fact. he was, uh, he, that's a fact. And I will remind you that it was him that uh, cut off Poroshenko in 2018 when he wasn't vice president either. But he got, yeah, fact, he got authorization to do that without Donald Trump. I'll remind you of that as well. And mm-hmm. that's all come to the fore. He didn't, the, the president, your, your president at the time didn't know that Anthony Fauci and now what we now know is a company owned by or run by John Kerry's son and by um, um, Hunter Biden were actually moving money into Ukraine for uh, gain of function by using the Eco Health Alliance, yeah. wiring money via Harvard I'm, University. So I'm just going to say publicly. I'm I'm going to say publicly. I don't buy that. Well, all right. That's so the, that's the truth. last two, you don't know that's the truth. You can't possibly know because that's the truth. Because the receipts. That's what I'm saying. If you watch this video, they've got the receipts on how the money was moved. I don't, I'm not anyway, disputing how the money was moved. I'm disputing that money moves in that volume without the president knowing about it. Well, from Kennedy the says what what do you predict? Jay is, has that is going to be the outcome of this. Is this a, a nothing burger on the Brazilian visiting China? Uh, no, I think it's real. I uh, I mean, I think the new. I think the new coalition is uh, Russia, China, Brazil. And if you look at the number of acres shifted into production in uh, China and Brazil, you can't ignore what's going on there as well. Um, we're going to see massive changes in the production. China fu- is funding everything going on in Brazil today. Everything. Yeah. Well, we have shift yeah, in I, acres I, in the U.S. too. Only yeah. thing is it's shift into not using them for food production, putting up 2,600-acre wind or solar yeah. developments in Murray County, Minnesota, which, yeah. by the way, you got to catch today's trend on the loose because I've got Isaac Orr talking about our battery capacity. We currently yeah. have battery capacity in, in just in Minnesota because he had Minnesota, but I believe this will be a very representative of the nation's figures at 1.5% of the wow. intermittent electricity generated. How <laughs> sustainable does that sound? Yeah, and well, a final word. No, the BRICS, the BRICS attempt by uh, um, Brazil Russia, um, China, um, Singapore, uh, all to move away from the United States of America. It's well documented. It's just happening now. People said it would happen. It's actually happening. And uh, the first traded soya ever between China and Brazil happened only two months ago. So there you go. We have successfully journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America for J. Truett, Andrew Henderson, I'm Trent Lewis, both of us, all three of us, reminding you that all roads do lead to a rural route. 
You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Yeah, that was uh, the theme song for kids singing to me in school back when Kenny Rogers was really talking. Lignite. Where in the world did that come from? Well, because the lights came on, and I'm not a singer, but it just hit me. That's where we're at. Lignite, making it possible to turn the lights on regularly, and that's what we do every day. Turn the lights on the truth. The folks behind the business at Lignite want you to see what they're doing at IamLignite. Lignite.com.